Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Bishop of the Burn, Nick. And while you might be watching this on YouTube and saying, Nick, you're all by yourself, I'm not by myself. No. I have Pinky with me. It's your girl, Pinky. Hi, Pinky. How are you? It feels weird because we are in my garage. We are in your garage. (laughs) We're in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios inside Pinky's garage. Hunkered down as apparently the end of the earth, her uh, thunderstorm is descending upon us. It's going to get loud, I think. uh, It's currently mid-afternoon. But uh, it looks like nighttime outside. And um, so if the power goes out, well, you're going to get half an episode. You get what you get and you, you don't throw a fit. That's what I, I mean, tell my kid. <laughs> look, I'll give you your money back, you know? So whatever. We'll just get the segments. We'll get the segments that are paid for in real quick. Exactly. And then that way they can't get the money back. Cut the cigar. Here we go. <laughs> so speaking of the cigar, let's go ahead and get right into that. So today... You and I will be smoking something um, special from the fine folks at Rocky Patel. I have uh, the Rocky Patel Aged Limited and Rare Second Edition. It's beautiful. And now, unfortunately, I didn't realize this when I was picking out cigars. Um, I only had one of each size. So I have a uh, 6.5 by 52 Toro, whereas you have a 5.5 by 50 Robusto. I'm okay with that. Okay. I don't hate that. It is made up of a San Andreas Mexican wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This uh, Your cigar, the Robusto, actually was in the uh, CRA pack, the 2021 uh, Cigar Rates of America pack. And uh, I have no idea where I got this Toro. So it's just kind of the way it is. You were able to slide the large foot band off of yours. Mine, though. Is, You're not going to have oh, that. There I you go. I did get it. I had to grip it a little tighter. That's what she said. You know. Well, <laughs> see, as the song goes, you know, what is, what, what is it? You got to hang on loosely, but don't let go kind of thing, you know? I'm going to pretend that I know what you're referring to. <laughs> it's that song. You got to hold on loosely, but don't let go. Anyway. This is no why this you game we're no playing idea. later is going to be You have no prompt. idea nope. what I'm talking about. Nope. It's a fairly fast. I don't, <laughs> I am slipping on the band name. Somebody, one of the parishioners is going to call up and be like, damn it, it was Kansas. I, I don't think such. it was Kansas, but um, anyway, maybe it was Kansas, in which case I just totally got it right. And but I probably just I lost like was. five listeners. They were like, I'm done with Pinky. I mean, she's, whatever. she's gone to me. I, for those of you who do know <laughs> what song I'm talking about, I always thought it was about masturbation. I don't know if it is or not, but... Or whatever. But anyway. Oh, my God. I'm dropping my phone. Um, I don't know. I don't think it is. Maybe. If you listen to it, let me know. Um, wow. <laughs> Pinky's feeling awkward. <laughs> so anyway, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan is getting ready, gearing up for the big event on Saturday, September 24th. It's coming up. Pulpit Fest will be on Friday the 23rd, and I know that there's a number of parishioners that are coming into the area. I will not be paying for hotel and airfare, despite what people on the parishioners page on Facebook might be saying. And you know Gator's going to pump that every episode Well, now now see, what Gator has promised to do is a French toast brunch. (gasps) He apparently is very good at making French toast. I believe that. And well, yeah, I mean, look at the guy. You know, <laughs> but like, not that I'm one to talk, but you know, I like it. I like a good French toast. But he uh, he has promised a French toast brunch for everybody. Do you think so. he'll pull through? No, not in the least. <laughs> absolutely, but, uh, not. absolutely not. But uh, 
you know, that's the thing. So everybody should plan on finding breakfast on their plan own. Plan on but being disappointed. That's what I heard. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's Gator. <laughs> Come for the potential leave disappointed. There you go. That's but, what she said. <laughs> um, but anyway, so no, Dan the Man Ponder, he's getting in all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I haven't been by there this week yet. I'll be by there actually tomorrow. And uh, But I know he's getting in all kinds of cigars and accessories and other fun stuff over there. And, uh, you know, this is maybe not tonight with the uh, giant thunderstorm that's like descended upon us. But uh, you know what he's got is that 1,500 square foot covered patio. So I guess if you were there and you wanted to smoke outside, as long as the the rain wasn't blowing directly at you sideways underneath the patio, you could sit outside under the patio and enjoy the weather. We've had so much rain in the St. Louis area. Yeah. It's it's not been fun. It's been really bad. We're under a flood warning right now too. Well, and that's unfortunate because a lot of homes have already flooded and a lot of people are not eligible for flood insurance because they don't necessarily live in the flood area. So true you can't buy did you know that you cannot buy flood insurance unless you live in a floodplain and it's only offered by the federal government well you cannot call your local state farm agent and order flood insurance uh, we all know what i think is the federal government but anyway <laughs> this is about dan the man ponder and guys uh you can give him a call he does mail order you can get a box of cigars or or singles or accessories sent to your door, just give him a call and he will get a box shipped out to you right away. That's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. Let's go. All right. That's one sponsorship I don't have to repay if uh, if, we cut if out the power early. goes out and we cut out <laughs> early. So, And I covered the JRE Tobacco Eladino Mobile Studios, so that's two. There you go. So I only really have one, and we'll get to that in a little bit. And you'll tee it up and I'll jack it up like I always do. Not necessarily. <laughs> I think I, I think you'll like the one must go. So, all right. Well, before we light the cigar, it's time for the cold draw. So, cold draw, huh? Hey. Oh man, that's the uh, tornado warning. That would be tornado sirens going off, and mm-hmm. we're out here <laughs> plugged into the electricity, puffing away, puffing away. <laughs> Fucking brilliant on my part. Um. Hmm. I get cocoa. Same. Cocoa. Uh, you know, and I usually don't get anything yeah. in the cold draw. Distinct I like it. Distinct cocoa taste. Yep. I like it. All right. Let's go. I'm going to fire up the cigar. Let's get this in before while we're blown away. Well, you know what? <laughs> we'll watch the tornado go by in a, with a cigar. It's the Midwest. That's what we do. We stand around and watch the tornado go yep. by. We don't hide from tornadoes. Who hides from tornadoes? You know, I joke, but uh, there's probably parishioners that have been highly impacted by tornadoes before in the past, and I don't mean to make light of the situation. For sure. Anybody that lives in Oklahoma, I mean, they are, they're unfortunately probably pros at it. It's more me just uh, making jokes out of my fear at this point, because again, we are plugged into the wall, and uh, I really don't want to get electrocuted, but, you know, hopefully I'm... Well, I don't think I'm much grounded as I'm sitting on a metal chair. <laughs> anyway. This is getting better and better. <laughs> mm. All right. So, Rocky Patel. That's good. This might be my first Rocky Patel. Well, I'm starting you off on an expensive one from Rocky Patel. This is one of his uh, high dollar ones. That has sort of been my cigar journey, right? I think I've started on some nice yeah. pricey ones to start. I mean, it spoils you. I'll say that much. True. You know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, I mean, I got a little bit of a spot that just didn't want to 
There it goes. Didn't want to light, but now we're good. I mean, that siren's not not calming down any. Mm-mm. You know what? You want to check the weather? I was going to say, while we're sitting here, <laughs> let's check the radar. We're going to give you the Cigar Pulpit radar weather report. Well, that... I mean, there's a line of storms. It's a very small line. And to be honest, if you look... It's not terrible. It's north of us. Like, right. we're on the butt end. If you see, can see the, mm-hmm. the red there, like O'Fallon, we're, we're you know, in the Metro East area here, folks, and, uh, you know. I think we'll be okay. Sorry that we're diverting away, but we're kind of concerned about our personal safety to some degree. Anyway, so how the hell you been? Good and busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't slow down easily or usually by choice. Yeah. It's just been crazy. Well, you know. But, I mean... It is what it is. And I feel like I say this every time. I'm, I loved COVID, and then I promised myself I was not going to get right back into the hustle and bustle, and then it just happens. And happened. then it just happens. And, you know, I used to wear my busyness as sort of a badge of honor, and now I just see it as disappointment. Just always disappointed in myself yeah. for how I can't seem to manage You've said no to My some schedule. things, I know. I have. I just need to keep just saying not no. Enough. Not enough. Yeah. Exactly. So it's fine. But you've also brought on new responsibilities. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. We don't have to if you don't want to. What are you talking? I don't even know what you're talking about. Your new family member. Oh, <laughs> we got a dog. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> There's a pinky pet. Yeah, there is a pinky pet. There's a oh, pinky and pet. She's, she's beautiful. She is a hyper. She is. Well, she's one year old. Well, yeah, and so it makes sense. She's a full bred German Shepherd, and she's, she's a happy dog. She is. She fits right in very nicely. So, yep. My son plays a sport, and we switched teams recently, and our schedule will free up because we won't be traveling like we used to. Well, there so you go. So that's good. I will take that. That was a that was a positive. That for sure. We had four really good years with this last team. Stressful, but good. And now we're ready for... You know, that's the thing. The youth sports, it's, it's like... crazy. It is crazy to me because like, I, you know, look, for those of you who can't believe this, I was not a very athletic kid. <laughs> but, um, you know, but it's one of those... I was aware of like the teams at school. Even, you no, know, it is changed. Even if you were athletic growing up, it is so different now than when we were. But like, yeah, there's all these like select teams. It's and like, crazy. I hear about parents that are spending like tons of money and you might be one of them i mean i know that you guys it went, was not and there would be i would say you had a tournament in atlanta yeah five-day tournament i mean this is a team from southern illinois yep that's going into a five-day tournament in atlanta yep and these are kids these are not like high schoolers or you know there's yeah. not you know college scouts at- <laughs> we're talking between fifth and eighth grade yeah yep. yeah and here's the thing I, you know, before you become a parent, you say there are things you're not going to do. And I had told myself, like, we are, because I didn't grow up playing sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, Javier did. Javier. Um, I did not. And, I, you know, I would. By the way, I noticed you're using the V cutter that Javier got you. Yes. It's very nice. It's uh, it's exclusively all I use now. It's a good call. Yeah. Good call. Um, But growing up, he, you know, played sports and. But it was all local. And you tell yourself before you become a parent, there are things you're not going to do. And paying crazy amounts of money for your little kid to run off and play baseball. Not one of those things. And then you become that family. Well, and I think some parents, they look at it and they think, oh, you know, little Billy or little Johnny is going to become, you know, a future Major League Baseball star. 
You know or, that's not our or like at you know all. or an NHL star or something like because mm-hmm. I mean like the select hockey. I mean there's select sports oh, for select every hockey. every freaking sport. Insane. Yeah, and so it's like you know these parents are looking at it thinking this, and so like that's the thing. You just said that's not the way you're looking at it, but you're you're there. You're dealing with parents that are. Yeah. And like that's got to be an interesting dynamic too. It is, and it's not to say we d- we cared different levels but like we went into every tournament and every game is like an opportunity for fun and socialization for our son who's an only child so it was important for us because this is where he cultivated friendships and so this to us was not about winning sports games this to us was he had the opportunity to win a lot they did very well but this was friendships were important to him and it was a way to get us to travel to places we probably wouldn't have traveled otherwise but at that level of play you know you have a lot of parents and a yes, lot of coaches the expectation who is do insane. expect to win yes yes yep it's just and yep and i don't know how hell i mean and not that i'm like bad or berating you because i mean obviously you know you guys looked at it a different way and i'm sure talk to uh you know your your child about you know the purpose of right you know yeah. that hey it's about having fun you know exactly. and that kind of thing yes but I mean, I don't know how healthy that is for children of that age. I know. To be put under that kind of pressure. pressure. Yep. You know? Yep, um, it's true. I feel like that's that's a lot for a kid. It is. It is. So. Well, and again, it's. I feel like my husband and I were very realistic about stuff. I don't feel like we put a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on him. But I feel like other kids, you know, he wanted to perform well because well, yeah, they mean, performed well. I'm sure you saw parents on your own team. Parents on competing Mm -hmm. teams, you know, I mean, we all hear about these parents that are like at these games that like throw fits, scream at umpires and stuff like that. Yeah, we witnessed that a lot. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. I just, I don't, life's too short. It's it's a game. It's a game. Yep. It's like, I, but then again, you know, not that I'm saying that, you know, the goal should be this, but like you do have these major league baseball players and whatnot that are getting paid tons and tons of money to play a child's game you know when you really think about (laughs) it it's like their career is playing a child's game yep so it was fun we enjoyed it like i said we had four years it was a great team we're we switched teams recently we won't travel as much so i do feel a sort of be more about the fun at that point too that'll be fun yep well good yeah good so so do you ever bring cigars and sit out on the sideline just puffing away and then like, you know. I do not bring them. I did not bring them to games. See, that's the thing. You got to be like one of those like old school like coaches sitting on the sideline just puffing away on your stogie and being like, you know, do, th- do this. Get the sport ball. I need a 10 swing. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, the putter. Use your putter. You I, did, I did bring them when we traveled. I'm throwing out all kinds of sports, by the way. <laughs> I think you've already meant uh, whatever. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, but I, <laughs> but there was another family on the team who um, both the husband and the wife were cigar enjoyers. Mm. So I found that out, and we would once or twice during the season. We after the games were over, the tournament was finished for the day. We'd you know end up at the hotel. The three of us would go find you know like a patio out back where there wasn't a lot of traffic and just enjoy being away. So that was fun. I always like sitting and smoking at hotels. Like when I'm traveling and yes. all that. I, I don't know why. It's like you find this hotel, you, you know, you, the, the nice little patio area and everything. It's like someplace different. Yes. 
And they're usually really nice. I mean, the outdoor furniture is nice. Yeah. And, you know. Sometimes they have a fire pit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You also meet interesting people. I mean, I, I've told the story about the guy doing coke off of his debit right. card. You know, <laughs> I'll never forget when I, that happened. Yeah, I I don't remember what episode that was in, guys. But you'll have to go back and try and find it. But you know, I met the sales guy, and he decided to do a line of cocaine that was about as big as my pinky finger off of uh, his debit card, and that was fun. Um, I, I have then, not uh, had that experience. Then there was this time that Jeff and I were Jeff and I were in Indianapolis. And um, there was a traveling soccer team, and the parents were all out on the patio just getting shit-faced hammered. 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 And this <laughs> guy comes over. He's like, oh, man, I love cigars, blah, 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 and all this, just talking. And, you know, he asked, you know, and Jeff's all like, you want a cigar, blah, 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 and all that. This was the night that Jeff learned the very valuable lesson of keep at least one Kind of shitty cigar in your oh, travel humidor. Did he give away a good one? He gave away an Aladino Cameroon. Oh, oh. And we watched that guy take why? three puffs off of it, go walking over to his friends like, hey, look what I got. And then he put it down and went inside. <gasps> oh, and Jeff, party foul. Jeff was so distraught because he, he, he wanted to smoke that himself, but he was being nice and giving it to this guy to share. And then he watches this guy take three, three drags off it and set it down. <clears throat> and normally, I have seen Jeff in the past, you know, um, take a cigar out of an ashtray at a cigar lounge where, you know, somebody, a, a totally random person was smoking it. And they smoked like half of it and then left. I have seen him clip the end off and oh, finish that. Stop. No, 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 no. That happened at the Hill Cigar Company. Stop. And um, but this time, when this guy t- took three drags off of it, Jeff was like, "It's dead to me," and I'm confused as to why that was. This is getting freaky. We just got a lot more power out here in the garage. I don't really quite know what's going on. Um. Why don't we abbreviate this episode slightly just so that we can get this in in case okay. something does go on. So let's move on to our newest segment. It's the United Cigars. One must go. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terranova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So yeah, this is definitely going to be an abbreviated episode because there was a little bit of a lightning crack just there, and I don't know if you heard the crackle in the headset, but I sure did. So let's just go ahead and uh, do this, and um, you know, uh, I'll make it up to everybody later. So... One must go. We're about to learn something about Pinky here that I think she's mentioned before. But I'm very uh, nervous because I have no idea what you're about But this is an to. area of expertise that you don't show off very often. Oh, Lord. And so I'm going to throw this out there. One must go. Okay. Hit me. Wide receivers, <gasps> running backs, tight ends, or kicker. You've got to get rid of one of those positions on the team. So I'm going to do it backwards. You cannot get rid of the kicker. Okay. They... They come in clutch. I mean, Dude, they're, they're, I mean, they win games. I was going to say. They the win games. Point after touchdown yep. or a field goal has won yep. way, too, way many too many games, games. Yep. for me to consider getting rid of a kicker. Oh, man. Tight end, running back, or wide receiver. Now, the tight end these days seems to have become 
a, I would go so far as to say beefier wide receiver. True. I would agree with that. Like, they, they can be used in blocking situations, but at the same they're more, time. Yeah, like it's utility. I yeah, mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. kind of that utility Wide player. receivers are wide receivers. But, uh, but, but I'll say the running, oh, the running game is super vital. So what do you get rid of? The running game is vital based on the quarterback. It is. So, but on the flip side, you got to give even if it's a good quarterback that can place the ball anywhere on the field, as long as they have a receiver there to catch it, that guy's going to need a break at some point. You got to be able to run. And and let's be real, if you're at the one yard line, you don't want to throw it. No, no. You want to just jam it in <laughs> the end zone. <laughs> So unless you're Peyton Manning, then you gotta well, yeah. figure out five different ways to get it in the end zone because he's not running. Omaha, anything. <laughs> Omaha, yeah, no. Omaha means I'm not running. <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Um, you know, I the problem I have, I think the logical choice and what most people might say is the tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like an underdog person. I love rooting for the the person or the team or the thing that's least likely to and I'll have say, success. And the one thing I will say, in defense of the idea of getting rid of a tight end, while you have tight ends like Gronkowski, you don't have many tight ends like that's Gronkowski. True. Right, right. You know, <clears throat> it's like once you get past maybe the top like three or four tight mm-hmm. ends in the league, mm-hmm. after that it's like a tight end. Correct. You know? Right. Yeah, very few stand out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll have to say the tight end. I, I'm leaning that way myself. Yep. Because I feel like you could probably put, you know, another receiver out there and get if if that's what you're looking for, or something like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. I wouldn't. I would have to say so. Okay. And so. my apologies to all of the great tight ends out there. I mean, Pinky does like a tight end. I do like a tight end. I mean, you know. <laughs> That's what she said. So anyway, so. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That was that was good. Oh, okay. So you like the game? I do like the game. We've been having people call in with it. I like it. And them. they could throw out their own. Some have been wretched. You have to be honest, though. Like, you were a little worried about finding one that I could do because I don't, I don't get a lot of pop culture references because mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of current shows or movies or... God, I sound like a bore. <laughs> well, no, you've got a busy life. So, you know, watching, and we just lost that light. But um, here's my problem I like what I like, and I'm routine, really to the point of boredom sometimes. So, my husband and I lived apart for a couple years while he was finishing up his um, advanced degree. And I would watch the same, I would watch Will and Grace okay. or Friends to go okay. to sleep at night, the same episode. I would just start the exact same episodes, and I'd fall asleep within All right. 30 seconds. All right. Here's a bonus. One must go, then. Okay. All right. One must go. One of the characters from Friends. Oh. Uh, Which friend gets cut? Chandler. Really? Yep. Yep. Well, I don't... Or Rachel. Not Rachel. Um, Phoebe? Nope. No. She's, she's the comedic relief. Who's the other gal? Um, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Whatever her I forget her character's name. I don't even name. remember her character. Yep. Monica. Yep. Monica. 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 Yep. See, I had gone, it, it was Ross 100%. I, you know, I think most people would say that. Ross I, is 100%. Nope. He was whiny. He was boring. That's why he has to stay. <sighs> no. No. I just don't think there were enough storylines with Monica, and she was just there. I don't know that she added too much to the, to the flavor she of the show. She dated Tom Selleck. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did you hear that pop in the headset? Mm-hmm. 
that was that. <laughs> um, well, Nick, it's been nice knowing you. I'm pretty sure that we will see uh, meet our maker tonight. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's close out the One Must Go segment real quick. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. Man, she is good. Right? I'm jealous. You have competition. Stiff competition. By the way, we have to redo at some point. Uh, well, why don't we go ahead and play this? We got we got to redo this at some point, just because it's kind of gotten a little old. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! a grounded outlet i couldn't even tell does it have two prongs or three <laughs> three it's a grounded outlet okay so we'll be all right i'm glad you know all this stuff we'll i'm sitting right. here just no so free balling it we uh <laughs> oh my we learned something else about pinky today <laughs> chicks with dicks anyway um oh. no, hey <laughs> javier's in a weird shit um no so back this would have been october of 2019 we would have just Started the podcast maybe about two months prior. Jeff and I were out at the Weston Tobacco Festival. And we were recording at, it was Corey Frisbee's place. And he was bringing in all these guests and we're recording all these interviews. We got, you know, Manuel Casada, Oscar Valadares. We got all these people. And a giant storm like this rolled through. And at one point, Jeff and I are recording something. And a lightning strike took place near the place. And we heard the pop and crackle through the headsets. And that's when I realized this was not a grounded outlet that we were using at Corey's place. It was a very old tobacco barn that he had put his shop in. And it was not a grounded outlet, which meant, um, yeah, we we were like, you know, we probably ought to stop recording for a little while and unplug the equipment so that we don't like electrocute ourselves and die. Well, and also ruin your equipment. Well, precisely. I mean, I'm confident we'd survive it, but your equipment is, I mean, it's We're nice. okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's an electrician that's going to call into the Ask the Boys hotline and tell me that I'm a moron, but I thought the whole grounded outlet thing was supposed to like... Well, we'll just go whatever. with that. We're, we're safe. We're just going to, yeah. Well, there's a lot of lightning out there. There's a lot going on. Yeah, this <laughs> is probably not the smartest idea for us to be doing this, but... Such is life. Um, Well, you'll have an episode. How about that? (laughs) Well, yeah. Now, it is time because it is Friday, or at least it is when this episode comes out. Uh, It is time to hear from our man, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah, over there at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge for this week's Final Third Friday pairing. Let's go. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Hey guys, welcome back to Final Third Fridays. I am Isaiah. And I'm Rob. And today, we're pairing the Crown Heads Las Calaveras 2022 in the Lonsdale size with root beer. Yeah, and I'm doing A&W Zero Sugar and... I've got a Bards, just a regular old Bards. And both of them are pairing really nicely. Um, The nice thing is, one of the things Isaiah was saying early on was he was getting a little bit of like a sassafras note in this Mm -hmm. uh, when he was smoking it. So we thought root beer would be the perfect pairing. And so far, it's been great. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, you know, upon light up on this thing, the 
we were getting more of a, a white pepper note on the cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of spice, but just a little bit of white pepper, very leathery, a little bit of earth, um, mm-hmm. even kind of a, a nutmeggy kind of note to yeah. it. Um, we're, we're right now, as we're smoking this, we're right now into the second, third, mm-hmm. and a few more things have popped up. Yeah, so uh, the pepper has turned more into a, a decent black pepper, and it, it's ramping up in this second, third. You're still getting the leatheriness, um, and there's there's a woody note in there that I almost, it almost reminds me of like a sawdust, or Rob was saying like a toasted oak thing. So. Yeah. Um, not not a cedar or anything like that, but it's just a general wood note. And then uh, there's also what I am perceiving to be like a pine note, like just a slight herbalness. And it it's not an off-putting thing because sometimes you get those green notes and it, it's like it means that it's a terrible cigar. But that's not the case here. It just kind of reminds me of almost like a juniper, like like what you'd find in some gins. So. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm just now getting to that now, and I know yeah. what you're saying. And actually, to me, it's almost like a, it's like the a, the decent notes in a Candela wrapper, hmm. you know, that little bit of that green kind of yeah. vegetal kind of note. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm perceiving in that right now. Yeah, um, not in an off-putting way though. A really nice complimentary way to the darker notes, the pepper notes of it. So, um, again, this thing is a great pairing. The um, the, pie, the spice picks up in this thing quite a bit towards the final third. Um, not too much. Uh-uh. It feels like it starts more of a medium plus and then finishes more of a medium. Yeah. But then the spice picks up a little bit, but the strength level does it, which is kind of unique. It is. Yeah, and uh, the beautiful thing about this pairing is is really what the root beer is doing. The, the flavors aren't fighting each other in any way, and they're... And they're hardly playing together, but what is happening is the sweetness is adding a lot, uh, a lot more to the smoke. The sweetness from the root beer for me, yeah. um, it's it's not it's not taking over the flavors in the cigar in any way. Um, and as far as I know, from smoke to sip, the root beer is not changing a whole lot either. It's just giving you a better mouthfeel experience um, through it, um, and. And the smoke off this cigar is just absolutely creamy, and it and it's kind of nice having that root beer there with it. That and the burn line has been absolutely fantastic all the way through. Yeah, solid, you know, perfect burn all the way through so far. This cigar is a Nicaraguan puro um, made with Nicaraguan corojo wrapper and then Nicaraguan binder and fillers. And um, the flavor level on this thing, I would say it's probably more of a medium plus on the flavors and more of a medium strength of the nicotine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Really great pairing. I think you guys will like it. Get out to your shops that you normally frequent quickly because these will not last long. Uh They're a one-time-a-year release. Um, They just released within the last week. Yeah, so we got the local them shop. Past week. If they have crowned heads, they're probably getting this one in. You know, I know we definitely have a lot of them. If you want to stop by here, we've got, you know, we've sold a lot already, but we've got quite a few left. Um, this one actually comes in a Lonsdale, a Robusto, and a Toro. 
And it also has a sample pack that you can get that has all three of those plus a Lancero. You can only get in the, yeah. in the sample pack. And Isaiah smoked the Lancero. What do you think of that? It's fantastic. If I could buy a whole box of those Lanceros, I 100% would. I would too. And I, I do love this Lonsdale, but I can't wait to get into that Lancero because yeah. it's just a beautiful it's, cigar. It's fantastic. So come in and try it out and let us know what you think. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's really cool. They did the uh, 2022 Los Calaveras. Yeah. Now, uh, that just came out. I know Dan over at Riverman has some. And actually, next time I'm over there, I'm going to be picking up three of the Robustos. Because at some point, we still need to have the episode with you and me and Jeff. And we're going to sit down. And we're going to fire up now five Four, cigars five. at one time. Yes. We're going to fire up five cigars at one time. We have, thanks to listener Doug, I believe it. Yes, I believe yeah. it was Doug. And he uh, provided us with um, the Los Calaveras from 2018, 19, 20, and 21. And then now we have the 22. And we can fire up all five. And we can uh, see which one we like. Doug the best. will be thrilled when we get to that. We, we're going to get to it. He's been very patient. We're going to get to it. It's honestly just been a scheduling kind of thing. Yeah. And also, quite frankly, even if we were able to get the three of us together in one room, we got to be in the mood to fire up five. Yeah, five cigars. We need like a whole eight-hour. I mean, day. yeah, because like that's 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 a lot. I mean, there are days I don't even smoke five cigars, and so like for us to commit to five cigars at one time. I mean, and that's going to be difficult to record with too, because you're going to be like back. Ha, I don't <laughs> do that again. Uh, nope, nope, not going to do that. that <laughs> if you're not motion. watching on the YouTube, you need to go back and watch uh, next. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Well, that screenshot's going to go up in the. Uh, <laughs> that pulpit needs to be someone needs group. to take that. Someone with skills better than mine needs to take that and turn it into a GIF. So now we can te- Jeff and I can text it back oh, to each great. other. Great. <laughs> no, that's a horrible idea. But I think it probably just somebody happened. come through for us, please. And that light just went out again. Um, your garage light keeps going. Maybe on Maybe it's off. haunted. Boy, I don't know. I haven't had any ghostly encounters at my place lately, but ever, I have been very tired. Ever since tired. you put that, the camera in? Have you? Oh, I put the camera in and uh, I didn't get anything on the camera, but then I, I ended up not keeping the camera in the bedroom for very long because <laughs> realistically, <laughs> quest, questions were raised <laughs> and I just... Better not to have it. It seemed kind of skeevy to somebody who isn't dealing with his bed shaking in a non-sexual manner on an every night basis. Yeah. And so I took the camera down. When you have all these um, ladies over. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Let's, let's, it was then. It was then. Yes. Um, but uh, no. So, uh, so I did take the camera down. But lately, I haven't really been dealing with it. But I don't know if it's... I, if it's just because I've just been so tired or what, but you know, I haven't noticed it. Um, I don't know. Now you believe in ghosts, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And aliens. I have to think about that one. Aliens. I I guess it depends on what you define as alien. Do I believe that there is life outside of earth? Yes. 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 So if that is whether or not they are visiting us that I kind of have up in the air, Mm -hmm. but like you saw the picture from the James Webb telescope. Yeah. That was a that, pinprick in the sky. Mm-hmm. 
and they found all that in you that f- picture. You find the weirdest things because you texted me earlier that thing at the the bottom of the ocean. We talked about that on the show on Tuesday. Yes, the holes in the bottom of the ocean. That's creepy. And the thing is, when you look at that James Webb telescope picture, like I said, that's a pinprick in the sky that they that they just trained that telescope in that one spot, and they found all that. And we're talking there. There are millions of planets yes, in that photo. Yes. And when you stop and think, that's that. But then you expand it out. There's no way it can't. There can't not be other no. life. Yeah. There's I totally. Ma- I, I think it's vain and probably mathematically impossible yes, to think that we are the only intelligent yes. life crawling around on a rock. Yeah. Whether or not they're visiting us is another question. I think they are. I think the truth is out there. And I think the government knows it and they're hiding it. But that's a whole other thing. Um. I did, actually, I just, I'm going to give another podcast a plug. Um, it's called, um, oh, I just got done listening to it. Um, what was it? It was. Uh, Is it a series? Yeah. And of course I'm done with it. And so it's not showing up in my library anymore. Um, it's like Fringe Network. That sounds about right for you. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Oh, I'm in airplane mode, so that's not going to work at all anyway. Um, hang on. Let's get out of airplane mode, and then we'll go back. And uh, Fringe Network Alien State. It's, I think, seven or eight episodes. And let me tell you guys, like, the guy who does it, he is... He's not a believer. He admits that. He, he he doesn't know, but he's not a believer. But, I mean, I don't know how you can say that we're not. So there's a guy that's not a believer that did a seven or eight episode podcast on. He's been reporting on the paranormal and that kind of stuff for like a long time. He did a lot of work for Vice hmm. and various other things. Yeah. All right. It's pretty good. All right. And I'll tell you what. Noted. It's real. We, 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 we have, there's no, no doubt in my mind. No doubt. In fact... There was a crash in Joplin, Missouri that took place prior to Roswell. And if you look this up, um, they actually found that the townspeople went out. They called the priest out to do last rites for the, the beings and all this and everything. Then the military showed up. And it was that crash that supposedly the military then developed up their uh, first response. Uh, uh, like That's what like, prompted it? Like sequence or or action plan Mm -hmm. so that when they got to roswell they did that and that's when it's a weather balloon oh Uh uh-huh so see you're looking at me like i'm crazy but i'm telling you what if you google this you're gonna find holy shit there was an alien crash in joplin missouri prior to roswell i believe stuff like that i'm you know but again i guess it just comes down to what what's defined as alien Mm -hmm. i don't know well i don't know like what do you mean like Look, yes, if we find bacteria on Mars, technically that's alien. Yeah, not a shocker. That's, you know, that's one thing. I mean, look, I guess I could say, yes, that's really cool because it does imply that other things could eventually exist or have existed. Have existed, right. And whatnot. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the Greys and the Klingons and the, the Vulcans and all that. Are they time travelers, do you think? Boy, now there's a whole nother the aliens. There's a whole nother can of worms. And is that is the well, cons- then that, that begs the question: Is time travel even a thing? It completely is. is. Time a construct? Astrono- that we've, yes. A- no, astronauts are time travelers. 
think, and, and it's because when they're up in the International Space Station, they're actually moving at a slightly, I think, slower or faster speed when they're in orbit than the planet. So when they land, like, it's, it's infinitesimal. I mean, I think it's one of those things that if you spend, like, a year up there, you might be six seconds forward oh, or behind hmm. when you get back to like if you synchronize your clocks and all that they're off by a little bit but technically yeah time is relative right right see and that james webb telescope picture that picture because of the speed of light that picture is a picture of i think like 3.4 billion years ago wow so wow. like some of those stars could be gone right right now we don't even know right because it took that long for that light to get from that location to our telescope. It is mind, like literally mind blowing. It makes you feel that yes, big. Yes. When you think about it. Yep. This is two episodes in a row. That I, but I have been fixated on this. And actually we had a parishioner and I'm blanking on his name. He posted a video in the group where it showed like the relative scale of the planets to the stars, to this, to this, right. to this yep. and all that. And We're it's just nothing. like, we are nothing. Nothing. We are nothing. Now I will say... <laughs> It just makes me think when kids, back to our sports discussion, when they go out, take the field to do something, I'm just going to start yelling, you're nothing. (laughs) This means nothing. No, you actually are hitting on what I was about to talk about. So one of the trends I've noticed in, uh, see, I don't, I don't, I, I don't do TikTok, but I do, I I do watch like reels on Instagram. And a lot of those I think are taken from TikTok. Yeah. You, you do find the best reels. I I try. They are hilarious. And, um, in those reels, I've noticed a trend, which is that you have these like 20-somethings and they're all like basically saying the a variation of we're just little – we're creatures living on a rock that's hurtling through space, so nothing we do matters, so just do what you want to do. Hmm. And I don't like that. I don't either. Because – That's too well pessimistic I, and void of life. Well – Yes, because at the end, because your life does you have, can. your it, life you has meaning yes. and it can matter. I yes. mean, you know, I referenced uh, time being relative, theory of relativity. That's Albert Einstein. We're talking about him long after he's passed, you know, love him or hate him. You can do good things or bad things in history and be remembered forever. Yep. Adolf Hitler is a good example of somebody who did some really wretched, bad shit. Yep. And he's going to be remembered for a very long time. Um. You know, you have you have all kinds of people throughout history that have done things that will be remembered. And if they had that same mindset of right. yep. my life doesn't matter because I'm just a little creature hurtling through space on a rock, would they have done what they did? Right. And what a what a waste. Yeah. Well, you, exactly. Who cares if if we are just this blurp in time that yeah. i mean in the big scheme of things but that that, that should not take away like our relevance and our ability well, to i think what's what you're getting to our ability to impact others and and here's the thing maybe we're not all going to impact to the same level as albert einstein sure, right. or you know queen elizabeth or some, somebody i mean sure. somebody somebody big you know maybe we're just a guy or a gal who gets up goes to work every day puts food on the table Raises some really awesome kids yep. and has a nice life. Yep. Well, you know what? You impacted the life of your spouse. Yep. You impacted the life of your kids, your neighbors, your community members, and you were a good person. Yep. So why? And that matters. That yep. matters a lot. Yes. yes. So why are we diminishing that by, oh, we're just hurtling we're just through space nothing. on a fucking rock? You know, it's like, stop it. Yes. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't That's know. what I'm going to yell to the sports teams. Don't be a dick. You matter. Don't be a dick. <laughs> 
you need a you need a sign. Don't right. be a dick. You know? Can you bring like signs to the games? Hold them I'm up. I'm sure like you that? can. I'm actually I remember sort of back surprised the, crazy parents haven't. See, I remember back in the day, I don't know if they still do or not, because I haven't watched them forever, but like the pro wrestling, you know, they had the oh, like yeah, the, yeah. the poster board and like you'd hold up yeah. signs and all that and everything. It's like can you hold up a sign? Being we like, took you know, our son to a couple, uh, like Money in the Bank, pro mm-hmm. wrestling. Uh, he loved that stuff when he was much younger, like four or five years old. That and monster cars. Vince McMahon's out. He retired. Really? Yeah, for well, what it's worth. He's had some issues, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he like had some sex with some uh, of his employees and were paying them off and using company funds to pay them off. And when you're a publicly traded company, that can be a problem. That's <laughs> Uh, apparently who knew, but, um, (laughs) yeah, so no, he, he got in some trouble and I think that kind of forced him out the door, but, but you know, well, sort of back to your point, if more of us had that, that, (laughs) see, this is good. Jeff would have just gone down that rabbit hole for 20 more minutes, but Pinky, she's like, uh, back to your point. I want to circle back to if, if more people held that sort of minuscule where it's meaningless, what we do doesn't matter. That's not how things advance and progress. Well, the transformer down the street just blew it. No, I don't no. know what that was. It was just intense thunder. No, you're right. I we, mean, we, and, and we cannot. Yeah, we can't. Well, and what it leads to, that. what it leads to is a very selfish minded individual where what I do is all that matters because yes. what is it? What, it, what yeah. does it matter? Yes. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, it matters when you live in community. Like if you lived out in the middle of nowhere, have you read that there are some of those civilizations out there that, I mean, they're untouched. They don't even know that we exist. They're. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was yeah. an article the other day I was reading and they said, should we intervene? Into- no, no, no. Let these people. These- well, first of all, the first people that do intervene are going to be killed. Yeah. Because they are going to spear them. Yep. As demons from the sky (laughs) you know and uh it's just yeah but no let these people live their lives yeah exactly you know they're not hurting anybody literally they're not literally they're not hurting (laughs) anybody or anything they're just doing their own thing they don't even know we have airplanes yeah (laughs) i don't know that see and that's the thing and and i talked about this on tuesday too so for those of you who are hearing this again you know like sorry i'm i'm still in this fit i have been I have been the the holes in the ocean have been haunting me Man, those for are... like a week now. Like I just cannot get that out of my head, and because it doesn't make sense. And, and, and as cre- like as humans, I think we try to make sense of everything. Well, and the other thing that it does is it brings. I, I I've been looking at that and saying this is really freaking weird. But on the flip side, then I look at the James Webb Telescope photo and I look at all that's out there, and all that it brings to my mind is. We don't know jack shit about shit. Yep, yep. We all act like we do. Right. And we're all fighting about, you know, oh my God, what aren't we fighting about right, these yes. days? But you know what I mean? Like yeah. all these political issues. And in the grand scheme of the of life, these political issues truly don't mean jack See, shit that's either. Where, that's where we should take the mindset though. I'm I am for the mindset of these differences that we are currently using to not connect with each other. That's those are harmful. Mm-hmm. The the more we buy into that and the less connected we are, then we are going to get towards a very even more selfish but like approach to it's life. It's just so crazy to me that here we are, we're looking out into space and we're saying we don't know anything about anything out there. But on the flip side, there's so much about our own rock Correct. that we're hurtling through space on. 
that we don't know about. Even our own brains. Like I am amazed at how we apparently know very little about the human brain. It's valid. What the, what's the statistic? We only use what per, less than they 10% say that, of but you don't believe that. Well, no, because you use the entirety of your brain. You're just maybe not using. I, I don't know. I that makes it sound like there's parts of your brain that are just sitting there dormant, not doing anything. And I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But like, no, I think the implication like, is we we use all of it. We're only aware of yeah, how okay. the and 10% that, of our yeah brain functions or. You just put it, yeah, that's better. Because I was like, <laughs> we use all of it, but it's we yeah. technically probably do, yeah. but yeah. But no, it's just it's a weird I It just, is it is I yeah. just I don't understand I, I don't know. I'm 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 having a hard time even putting it into words. It's just absolutely mind boggling to me. Just the the size and scope of everything out there and then just the size and scope of everything here at home. Yeah. And we just and we, what we focus on. And what we yeah. focus on. And then in turn, you know, like why are we not putting resources into doing more oceanic research? I mean, look, the globe itself, the the earth portion of it, the the or the above water portion, I should say. You know, like we have satellites. If we wanted to track out and like figure out what every square inch of this planet looks like, we could do we that. Have the capacity it would to take do that. time, yeah. but we have the capacity to do that. But the ocean is like the majority of our planet, and we have no idea what's down there. We don't know, like. We really don't? No, we're always finding new species of fish all the time. I mean, it's weird. Like, I guess, I guess I failed to see the, the impact of knowing all that. Like, does, does that change life as much as knowing that we can put satellites into orbit and change date? Like, am I, am I so small minded right now? Like, is the capacity of what we can do under the water the same or equal to or more than what we've been able to do in the universe above water? We don't know what life is down there. There might be a fish down there that if you eat their, you know, meat, maybe it like, you know, like. It's gotta be cancer salmon. or something I love like that. Salmon. Please you know be what I mean? salmon. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. We don't know. Steak and salmon. That's what I want. I there could be a hole down there that goes so far down that maybe like that's where Godzilla lives. <laughs> there could be dinosaurs living down there. We don't know. You hear sometimes about Meg, the of the giant shark. Maybe there's mm-hmm. like freaking super sharks living down there that are just sleeping. This has we me don't know. in my mind. You're going to have to reel me back on this because I'm two seconds away from going off on this whole Beyond Meat Go movement. It. No, it is. This idea that something manufactured and man-made is somehow health-wise better for us than animals oh, I know. that have existed. Now, you know, the animals have been fed... GMO well, and hormones and, and this and, and that I, I will validate that part of and it. And I and and I will go down a secondary rabbit hole for a moment. Do not feed the, us humans this idea that this beyond meat is better for us and the planet. It's, so I, I, I'm an intelligent person, and I will I never see myself buying into that. <laughs> but it's just plants, right? But I'm biased because I love steak. Exactly. I will eat steak every day the rest of my life. I, see, there you go. <laughs> I like steak. I like steak a lot. Now, um, the problem well, though is we you hit on it. We're pumping our meat so full of like bullshit. 
Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, um, when Jeff or I are covering like a, a high school like sports game or something like that, you know, um, I notice it for the girls, but it is also for the guys too. Um, the hormone effect? Yes. For sure. Like, like yeah. puberty is developing in yes. these kids at a much younger yeah, age than yes. before. And so, like, it, you know, when people say, oh, my God, girls didn't look like that when I was in high school. Well, it's, it's true. true. There is. Yes, there's because truth to this. you have a lot more hormones and whatnot being pumped into the food supply. And it is, I believe, causing It is also not issues. just the food supply, though. Like our generation, we're in our early 40s. Mm-hmm. We are the first generation of females who have been on birth control most of their lives. Mm-hmm. That has not previously existed in human history. So we valid. are... We are intentionally, for valid and also not valid reasons, taking supplemental hormones. Um, and I think that has long-term effects on then the children we go to bear. And it's it's all connected. Mm-hmm. But my mm. point in all that is no one. I'm a very open-minded person, but no one will convince me that Beyond Meat is better for so us. So what you're then. saying is you haven't tried the Burger King Impossible Whopper? No, no. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. I did try it. And, really? Uh, I did. Just out of curiosity. Okay. And um, it's meat-ish. It's kind of dry. If you didn't know what it was, would you have guessed it wasn't meat? I would, or would have you said have it, like was it was just like... Meat gone bad? I would have thought that it was like... It was a fast food Poor burger. Poor quality meat. It was a fast food burger. I wouldn't have thought that it was like anything. Now, maybe if it was ground up and put in something like tacos or something like that, would I have known? Probably not. But I'm not saying that I'm like in favor of it. I think it's kind of goofy, especially when you take into account, you know, I don't know what the price point is. Like to buy it, like to go to the grocery store and buy a pound of that versus a pound of ground beef. I don't don't know what the price point is, you know, and everything. But you actually, but we're talking about food, but you know, I had a conversation this weekend about, um, insulin and both natural insulin and synthetic insulin and you know how some diabetics can't take the synthetic insulin. Mm -hmm. They need the natural insulin. I didn't realize that we're harvesting insulin from pigs. Yeah. And thyroid. And armor thyroid is, uh, pig, pig or horse. One of the two. And so like, you know, you have these, it's, it's kind of like a pig farm. But they're harvesting the insulin for human yes, use yeah. and everything. And so the price of that drug, obviously, you know, is what it is and high, very that's, high. That's, but, you know, but still. That's one know? of the issues with synthetic hormones, period, is so hormones are biologically available. That you cannot patent like naturally occurring progesterone. Yeah. Or testosterone because it's, you can't patent something that occurs in nature. Okay. So in order to um, create something that was at one point in limited supply or whatever, they've had to molecularly change the little pieces of it to enough to be patentable. So that's the issue that I see happening, especially with female hormones, is we're on birth control and we're ingesting um, substances that are sort of meant to do the same thing, but they have to be molecularly different. Yeah, they're like 98% normal. Exactly. And so our our bodies do not, I mean, they respond enough like we need it to, to be effective. I mean, we won't ovulate if we're taking hormonal birth control. But the, the problem with that is 
they are, it's still, you're not meant to break that down. Interesting. Right. It looks differently. And so I, the food supply is one issue, but I also believe that because, and I'm not anti hormones. I just think there's not enough education about why we're taking these or doing this. Yeah. To, and it's, it got long-term lasting effects. Well, this is a different type every of cigar time, pulpit that you time. get when Pinky's on this show versus me with that clown gator. I don't mean to nerd it up, but it's <laughs> no, it's what I know and what I've I had do, people so. specifically say that they are fascinated on the episodes that you come on because it's a different conversation. Oh well, I appreciate you know? that because it's, it's yeah. I'm sure it's a different flavor than it, I mean, than what people are used it's, to. It's not the Gator Show. I'll say that much. You that's know? true. So that's all right. He's entertaining. I'm educational. So pick your pick your pick poison, your poison today. There you go. So let's talk about the uh, Rocky Patel like uh, Age Limited and Rare. Um, I'm about halfway through mine. You are two th- a third, maybe about a third through yours. I'm say you're smoking a little slower than I am, but that's all right. Um, I, I'm digging it. It's very smooth. You know, I would say you know not to knock on Rocky Patel. Um, there's a lot of cigars in his inventory, a lot of, or, uh, uh, portfolio. There's a lot that I have not tried. The ones that I have tried, they've generally been good. I, I haven't really encountered one that's like completely knocked my socks off. Like, oh my God, that is like my Rocky Patel. Mm-hmm. I will say this age limited and rare is, is really good. Yeah, I'm digging good. it. It's got a little spice now starting to come into the yep. to the smoking experience. Um, I haven't done a retro hail, so I guess I ought to do that. All right. Cover your ears. Get ready to, <laughs> to cough. Oh, there's a ton of pepper. Yeah. Ton of pepper on the retro hail. I'm scared. Um, I don't. The cocoa kind of flavor, I feel, has kind of gone it's away. It's gone away, yeah. Um, it's kind of a... It's just kind of a general, like, earthy, peppery kind of flavor on the cigar itself. But, you know, my burn line has been kind of straight. I had that one little spot in the beginning when I was lighting it that just, like, for whatever reason didn't really want to light. And I concentrated the lighter on it. And I think that has jacked my burn line up for the majority of the cigar. Because it's so kind of it's kind of got a little bit of a a little bit of a wave. It is but, really well but built, But you're right. Though. It is user error. It's super well it is, built. It's got a very good draw. It is, like, I'm not... It's a soft box press. To, yeah. Yeah, you know I'm not a big fan of the box press, but this is. Mm-hmm. And you know we this has come up before. Um, someone on Ask the Boys one time had asked us when we V cut which way, and I remember the last one, one oh, the yeah. last couple times I was on, I was like, I don't even. Apparently, I do the. I don't know. Would you call that vertical? Yep. This yep. is how yep. I. So if you put the cigar with the top of the band up, she's cutting up and down. So you're going the vertical cut. But it's also box press, so I wouldn't. I mean, you could have gone the other way. Theoretically, you could have done both and done yeah, like a crown cut if you wanted to. Feels weird. I mean, <laughs> going both ways. It is a bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> really... I got to bring a little bit of like OG pulpit into this. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it really is a very, it's a good cigar. Oh. No, I'm really happy with it. And, uh, it makes sense as to why it's part of that CRA pack because that CRA pack, you know, I, we've talked about it on the show multiple times before, but you know, the, the cigar rights of America, they put that out every year is kind of a fundraising effort and it's a pack of 10 cigars. It's got a hefty price tag on it. You know, depending upon where you're buying it, you might be looking, I know Dan sells it typically for about 170. 
Um, some places I've seen it, it's up to as high as 250. Um, you know, and it's one of those things that it's a, it's a, you're buying it for a cause, right? Yes. You're buying it to help fund quite frankly, the legal effort against the government to take away our cigars and whatnot. But then also it's 10 super premium, sometimes really rare cigars. There you go. The Padron Black is in the pack seemingly every year. Um, and the only way you get the Patron Black is in that pack. In that pack. Um, when does it come out? The pack. Um, the 2022 should probably be out by now. Oh, okay. I know Dan was uh, looking to get some. Um, yeah, I think typically they're out by now. But uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a ten pack of purely celebratory cigars. I like it. You know, it's like these are the best that these brands are putting into this pack. And, you know, so it's not one that you're just going to like just get out and smoke while you're cutting the grass. If you're cutting the grass with these cigars, then you have more money than than I do. (laughs) You know, plain and simple, your budget is way bigger than mine. But um, speaking of, do you have, I'm sure you do. Do you have a couple cigars that you've got like sitting on the back burner for some big celebration sometime? Like, what would be your go-to right now? Like, if something like amazing... Like, if something big happened like, to me? Re- yeah. Somebody reaches out, and they want to... They want you to go national and international, and they're going to pay for it with the podcast, and... That's a like, good question. Woo-hoo. That's a really, really good question. All right, my job here is done. Thanks because for tuning in today. <laughs> I... Well, but see, that's the thing. I generally... I... I do you gonna, smoke them? Or you you get it and sound, you smoke it? This is going to sound really douchey. But like, I get a lot of cigars gifted to me. Yeah. And fair. so like, some of them are really good. And so like, because of that, because I haven't shelled out my own money for it, it doesn't necessarily have the, the same, same level of value mm-hmm. to me as if I were to put down my hard-earned money on it. That's um, fair. I would say... That, uh, you know, the Ashton ESG, it's like a $30 cigar. I, Jeff and I smoked that on, I believe it was our first anniversary show. And um, that was the cigar that was the prize for the cereal challenge. And by the way, folks, Jeff did pony up. He did get me that cigar. Wow. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's nice that he actually came through. And um, so maybe there will be a French toast breakfast at the. <laughs> it's possible. He can surprise you in ways that you don't even know. Um, but right now, do you have something that just? I feel like you don't. If you're struggling to think about it, like one that you've just you put in the back pocket and you're just saving. See, I it. bought a four pack of Davidoff Nicaraguas. Oh my god, quite a while ago. I think I well one of those I smoked not too long ago. I think it was when Amber was on the podcast. I smoked that. And I mean, you know, so I've still got like two or three of those, you know, and look, those aren't, those are like $24 cigars, but you know, they're, they're really good. But I mean, I don't see them as like, oh, I'm celebrating something big, you know? Um, Okay. So here's a question. I've got some Cubans that some listeners have gifted me that like, I've kind of, Sat on those, you know. I mean, I guess technically I might have some of those. Okay, so hypothetical. I run for president of the United States and get elected. Okay. And I call you up and I'm like, Nick, come on over. We're we're celebrating. 
what would you, it doesn't even have to be out of your own collection. Like if you were to, if we were to go to Dan's and get something. Um, I'd go ba- heavy on the uh, Padron 1926s. Because those are just amazing cigars. and So you've had it before? Yeah. Okay. And they're like, they're about $32 a piece. And they're they're stellar. I mean, I don't know. In terms of quality of construction, draw, smoke production, flavor, just everything. I mean, it's the most, it's one of the most well-bound, well-rounded cigars that I think is out there. Um, you know, the, like I said, the Ashton ESG is a spectacular one. Dan has some that are art of, out of uh, Carlos Fuente, not Carlito, but Carlos Fuente's um, private reserve. And it was the last blend I think he worked on before he died. And uh, those are good. They're not necessarily expensive cigars either. Um, but those are really good. I, You know, I'm sure I could come up with like, some really badass cigars to throw together, but like off the top of my head, like, yeah, I, you know, that's the thing, the ultra premium, super rare. I just, it doesn't float my boat as much as what's smoking good. Right. And like, I I I appreciate that. I can come up with a big list of what's smoking good, but they're not necessarily, they might be, 10 to $15 cigars versus like 25. I like that. I would take something like that over, you know, rolling up money and just lighting it on fire. And it's (laughs) just because it's a 30 or $40. Well, and that's the thing. There's a huge, and I've said it on here before. Lots of other people have said it before. There's a huge difference between a five and $10 cigar, but there's not a huge difference between a 10 and $20 Mm -hmm. cigar. And it's one of those things that when you get to like a $20 on up cigar, I mean, by all means, smoke it, but if your palate isn't refined enough, and I don't know, I'm not even saying mine necessarily is, you know, then... Uh, just burning money at just, that point. You might very well be yeah. just burning money at that point. So, I mean, I can appreciate it really good. I will, you know, I've talked about it on here multiple times before, too. People are probably tired of hearing me talk about it, but the Ferio Tego Generoso, um, the 2022s that are out right now, if you can track them down... Just amazing. Lights out amazing. They're $25 a piece. Well, $22 to $25 a piece, depending upon where you're buying it. And, I mean, I love it. I love that cigar. Am I buying a shit ton of them? No. no. Because yeah. they're $22 to $25 a piece. Um, I do need to buy two of them, though, because uh, while rattling around in the humidor, I found two from last year, and I would like to do a side-by-side was, yeah. comparison of, of what one year of age on it has done. But, uh, oh, Placencia Cigars. That's a company right there. Typically, their cigars start at about 15 bucks and kind of go up. But I put them in a category kind of like with Padron. I don't know if you can get, like, better. the construction on them is amazing. The flavor, the body, just everything about it. It's just out of this world. And so I'm a real big fan of Placencia. Now I'm going to ask a question that exposes my ignorance, but these ones that, that you've just described, even if they're not pricey per se, but they're just really well constructed, are these like all limited? I mean, what? Placencia is not. That's that's available. It's just the way they it's, make it. Is they're just, just they're they just high end cigar. Davidoff's another company. High end cigars typically, 
you know, they might put out limited products every once in a while, but like those Padron, the 26s, those are available all the time, you know, and uh, again, they might put out some limited stuff periodically, but by But the large, way they make them every time, it doesn't yeah. matter, they're just really the well-made Ashton ESG is a really good, you know, standard line cigar, and they're just really, really good. All right. I've got one um, that Sixtho had sent me uh, as part of that original care package. It's the only one I haven't smoked, I think, that he sent me. Um, and he had said at the time, like, this is one that you smoke after, like, a really good meal. And we... <laughs> what was it? I couldn't even tell you. I'd oh, have okay. to go pull it out. I've got... I know I, it's got a blue band on it. Um, I'll have to look at it. But he's, he it said that to me. No, it's inside. Oh, okay. Um yeah, I wouldn't keep it out here. Oh, I'm, you wouldn't keep it in the travel because yeah. you're wanting to save it w- for yeah, yeah. a big occasion. Um, right? And there's a local restaurant that um, it's a steakhouse that I've been wanting to go to for well since pre-COVID. We just haven't been there, and that's I've got. And they actually had that cigar event recently. If mm, you remember, yes, we didn't make yes, it over yes, yes. there, but no, so we didn't. I want to go there. I want to have it just a bang up. But they weren't steak. giving away steaks. They were giving away like heavy appetizers. Well, I mean, it's not even given away. There was like a well, yeah, it was like uh, it's true. I was just say it's like with <laughs> there the was ticket, no giving away with the ticket. Anything. It was a heavy appetizer. <laughs> um, so I really want to get out and have a nice meal intentionally, and then come back to the backyard and light that up. But I wish I knew off the top of See, my in head a what it was. Perfect world, you'd find one of these rare, rare restaurants that are still around. Where you can fire oh, up a I cigar at the, at the restaurant and like as soon as you're done with your big steak, you can just fire up that cigar right away. Well, I, I told you, I texted you recently. There's a place in the town over that's looking to open up a cigar lounge. They're not going to be able to serve food in there, though. I, I, they must not. I don't know all the rules. but In Illinois, there's no way they're serving food and allowing smoking in the same space. Maybe it'll just be the lounge then. Although, then again... Top Shooters has the patio, and you can get food and all that there. But they're also in a county that's very, like, well, <laughs> personal freedom. <laughs> very much so. And also... You do you. <laughs> you're not getting a steak at Top Shooters. Right. But, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'll have to ask Barry. Barry went to some place not too long ago uh, out east, and uh, he had, like, a steak dinner and all that and then at the end was able to light up a cigar out east here no out oh, east, east like east, east coast. coast so oh, like man. it'd be a trap see that's the problem like here there's nothing there's not really anywhere that i'm aware I mean, of illinois beats it out of you you cannot have a nice dinner and a drink and a good cigar in the same place and that's a shame missouri you can at least pull off a cigar and a drink i don't know about a dinner but yeah Someone's got to figure that out. Someone with a lot of money, more money than us. <laughs> See, and it might be a private club kind of thing, because I know downtown St. Louis, you know, the Ritz, they have um, they have their cigar club, and uh, but you got to be a member in order to do that. And I don't know if they serve food in there or not. I would think, but I think it's like annually, like 2500 bucks or better. Wow. I mean, like, that's where you're finding the, like, the lawyers and the heavy money. The, the defense attorneys. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. You know, um, Mr. Brown. You yeah, know, Brown Mr. And, you know mm-hmm. no, not a Brown and Cr- oh, Brown oh. and Brown. Oh, okay. The eye patch lawyer. Yeah. Um, he's a member. Well, he was. Oh. I mean, he's passed now. Oh, yeah. But the oh. week before he passed, I met him at another local lounge. He came in to scope it out because the Ritz was doing renovations. 
and he was scoping it out and he asked how much does it cost to sit in the back and use the lounge and we're like dude you just gotta buy your cigars here he goes really wow. you know and he was like i mean and he was really excited about you know um they're not used to hanging out with us peasants no. in the back <laughs> he was super nice too it was oh. so sad because um i'll just go ahead and complete the story so you know, we met him at the lounge. He was super nice. Kind of left it that he didn't have time to have a cigar there, and he was going to come back and, you know, have a cigar with us oh. another time. And uh, a week later is when he, uh, as the story goes, got a bad diagnosis and decided that his um, best option was oh, no. to um, jump out of his 11th story office window. So oh, super unfortunate. Very big downer. Um, super nice guy, but yeah, it was like a week prior to that, that like three or four of us met him at the lounge and, uh, he was talking about coming back and grabbing a cigar with us. Wow. So, you know. Well, that story took an unexpected twist. Yeah. Yeah. I got. <laughs> that was a good uh, cigar conversation though. And look, the storm has passed. I don't think we're. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get struck by lightning either. And the nice part is, um, we've kind of gone a full length of an episode here. So like, you know, by the time I, uh, you know, aliens, hormones and cigar lounges, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. That's what you get from the pulpit today. Um, well anyway, so I guess I'm not quite to the final third, final third cigar.com of the, uh, of the cigar there. You just took off the band of yours. So you're about, I'd half. say half. I'm, I'm nursing it. You're getting close to halfway. So you get me talking um, about hormones and health, and I'm just going to chit-chat and not <laughs> smoke my cigars quickly. You know, um, yeah, so much, so much to that whole situation, <laughs> but I won't. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know where I was just about to go there. That my, I lit, it, Those of you watching the YouTube, you might actually see my mental yes. train just go, you know, like right off, off the track. track. Just gone. Just derailed and there's people screaming bloody murder and, <laughs> you know, like, my baby's in the car, you know, and all that. And it's like, yeah, but that, that's Is my. she gone? That's my mental train right now. Anyway, um, well, very cool. On the pinky scale, I would smoke this again tomorrow. I would hope Thank so. Thank you for no, sharing this. With thank me. you for coming on since Jeff was too busy. Cheers. Yeah. I mean, what world do we live in? Where I mean, I'm not diminishing Jeff's schedule, but wow, the fact that he was unavailable and I was. I mean, it is kind of unusual because you normally you have to admit when you, you normally have the busy schedule. When you reach out and you're trying to schedule something, it's like ridiculous. With it me. is, and so when I asked you, like, "Hey, do you want to do this uh, on this afternoon?" You're just like, "Yep, nope. yep." And I'm like, "Well, I'm, I'm available. All, right, then. all you have to do is ask." No, that's not true. <laughs> that's definitely, <laughs> not, definitely true. not true. I'm going to say <laughs> that is so not true. Um, so, out of curiosity, yes, do you have thoughts and plans on September 24th? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is that Pulpit Fest? Uh, that would be the 23rd. Third. I've got Pulpit Fest in my calendar. <gasps> oh, my. Um, you guys heard it here first. I Now, there, there, are, well, waiver, there are waivers you have to sign to uh, commit to the anonymity. Oh. You know, <laughs> um, you can be uh, taken to court if uh, there's any sort of unauthorized photographs or... Um, I'll just show up and say I'm somebody uh-huh. else. We'll be like, Pinky couldn't make it, but here's Renee. <laughs> there you go. Renee. 
Renee. Ren- so when Renee comes along and introduces right. Javier. Not at all related to Pinky. You know. <laughs> yeah. They just sound a lot I know. Alike. I do have to say, I've met several listeners now at different events mm-hmm. and p- super respectful. People are not at all seemingly wanting to do anything. And I really do appreciate that. Cause well, that, I would hope it's so. It's important to me. Because it's you, all, got, you have great listeners. You know, look, it's it's... This is going to get weird here for a moment. It's personal choice. You know, look, I mean, it's your decision about whether or not, you know, you want to be outed. Outed. It yeah. sounds like we're like LGBT well, kind of thing going on. I'm an ally. It's very similar ish, yeah. you know, but. Um, it's up to the person to out themselves and it's a personal decision. I mean, you and- do do the vertical V cut. <laughs> I don't know just where this saying, is going. Just saying, <laughs> Stop <know>. it. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, man. Ooh, Javier. There you go. <laughs> Conversation for another you better, day. <laughs> you better pay attention there, Javier. Um, yeah, a- but no. So, I mean, I would hope that any li- – I'm just going to put this out there now. I would hope that any listeners who meet you at Pulpit Fest or um, if you're able to make Dan's event, event or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, I would hope to God that you guys – would be respectful and not. They are you so know, far. It's been amazing. Blast out photos and things of that nature. I mean, there's nothing and, to gain from it. It's not like. No, you're just I, being a dick at that point. You know. Yeah, and it's yeah, and also it's just not who the community has been so far. Good. It is the yeah. Good. Someone taking that approach would really surprise me because that's not how I've been handled so far. There, people are very, very welcoming, respectful. Well, good. So I appreciate it. I would it. hope so. Well, all right. Well, we have that on the calendar then. Good. So, well, we are available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. That's his page. And then uh, we're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Personers Group. And I just had a gentleman sign up, I think, today for that. You know, you just got to go find the group, ask to join, answer some questions. Uh, right? Yeah, I got a couple of questions to answer realistically. I never say no. I mean, unless I know you and I personally hate you, which I, I don't think that's anybody, you know. Um, you hate people. They just don't. <laughs> oh, I hold grudges. I'll, I'll freely admit you that. You really do. No, yes. I am bad about that. I do. I hold grudges so badly. I'm Well, here's what it boils down to. I'm a very trusting individual. When I first meet somebody, it's blank slate. I yep. have no yep. thought whatsoever that they could do anything you know, wrong, horrible, dishonest, whatever. But the moment you cross a line with me, that's when it's like, okay, I feel like you just showed me who you really are. You're going to believe them. And at that point, it's my choice as to what I want to do with you. Yep. And I'll either cut you out or in some cases where the grudges are concerned, if your action harms me, then at that point I will hold a grudge. And then I will make it my personal mission to laugh when life eventually kicks you in the ass. Do you actively seek out opportunities for life to kick people in the ass? Like, or is that ven- like, are you vengeful towards? I don't people? actively search them out when one comes along, nope. and I have the opportunity to participate. <laughs> then I won't necessarily say no. Kim, I haven't had that very often, but I will. But yeah. You'll celebrate yeah. A, Oh, yeah. Someone trips over Look, themselves. Dave, love him or hate him. Dave Portnoy, a bar, uh, Barstool Sports. He has bottles of champagne in his office. 
And these are really high-end champagne. He had the names of his enemies etched on each bottle. Wow. So each bottle has the name of one of his enemies. And when he has destroyed that person, he pops that bottle and drinks that champagne. Wow. That's not you, though. You don't. I'm not that way, no. Mm-hmm. But I am. Okay, here. We're going to deviate another second here. But Jeff and I both agree that at our at our funerals, whoever is alive. So if I I won't die first, he's going to die first. <laughs> so it's going to be me doing it for him. But vice versa. So the point is, we have this plan. We have our um, list of grievances. And we have the plan where one of us is going to get up. We're going to address the crowd. We're going to signal. And when we signal, security will close and lock all the doors of the church, making sure that everybody must stay in the church as either I or Jeff, depending upon whose funeral it is, gets up and starts going person by person to let them know exactly how I thought of them (gasps) or he thought of them. Have you talked about this before? On the show? I don't know. We may have. Wow. And basically, I want it very well known at my funeral. Who did when, you when, wrong? When everybody leaves, I want everybody to know very clearly exactly what I thought of them. Wow. That way, five years down the road, they won't be like, man, Nick and I were best friends. No, nope, I remember nope, I nope. remember at the funeral that he thought you were a piece <laughs> of shit. And this is why he thought you were a piece of shit. Wow. So yeah, no, the grievances will be aired and things will come out. At the funerals. Note now, to self, Je- stay on Nick and Gator's good side. And if you're not there, you're still going to get talked about. So you Just might as saying. well be there. So you might as well be there to find out what everybody else did wrong, too. This might you know? be your evil genius way to get people to your funeral. <laughs> it, it is going to be like an E.T. worthy entertainment tonight. Look, Jeff wants us to do one of those like Polynesian war dances, you know, where we like, you know, all coordinate the dance. You, have you seen that? I mean, I... I think I know what you're okay. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants us to do that. I'm not gonna do that. He, I keep telling him, I'll do that. I'm not gonna do that. Um, Jeff's other stroke of genius is he wants to be turned into like a seed pod mm-hmm. for a fruit tree so that he can be planted like downtown where his paper is or something like that, sprout as an apple tree, and then that way everybody can eat, eat him. Eat his nuts, they can all eat him <laughs> exactly, <laughs> even in death. People can eat him. That sounds about right. But no, the airing of grievances is a big, big plan of the funeral. Really? Yeah. I don't want you to die. Well, I don't want to die. I will. I mean, I don't. Be a, I don't particularly want to die. That'll be an event. It will be an event. I mean, now look. If somebody passes away before me, they'll be stricken off the list. I'm not going to like dig up old grievances oh, okay. to talk about. You know. So you know. I wouldn't say I'm the opposite, but I'm I'm not a vengeful person. And I will, if someone wrongs me or treats me or people I love in a way that I don't like, my absence from their life is palpable. Like, you don't get access to me. And, I mean, that sounds very, that sounds weird to say that out loud like i'm so important thanks but you know here's the thing like i'm a i think i'm a generally like fun accepting yeah so you're missing out on that you are missing out on that aspect yes and if you continue to treat people that way then eventually you're just going to be surrounded by assholes Mm -hmm. and that to me is worse 
Like you do that to yourself. I do not have to go around telling people how awful you are. I don't have to tell people what you've done to me. You just continue to live your life in a way that you will eventually be surrounded by not great people. And that's punishment enough. Generally, people at some point figure out who's a good person and who's not. Because let's be real. If somebody treats, in my experience, if someone treats me like shit, I'm not the only one they're treating like shit. At some point, it's going to come out. The real question is not so much like, is it going to come out? It's it's at what point does it come out? Because people tend to not talk about like, oh, that I. There are certain people that I won't get into details, but there are certain people that it seems like can get away with stuff because people don't necessarily out them as Call a douchebag. Yeah, and and I and I'm guilty of that. Like you know, I it don't I don't like publicly out. do it. I will. It will always come out. I will tell people like one on one. Like I've told you plenty of people that I think are assholes. Yeah. That you know maybe in your experience you've never had problems with. You know, and here's the thing: it's but, not that. And I believe you. I I believe that someone has wronged you or has treated you differently, and that I I, I do use that to as caution. Like, oh I, yeah, if someone has because I think you're a good dude. Um, and I, so if someone has wronged you or treated you poorly, like I'm not gonna go hanging out with them and like BFF with them. I would definitely. Because I think people will eventually reveal themselves, and I don't want to have to keep learning that lesson. And that's the problem is <laughs> they always reveal themselves. Yes, it's they just do. do they reveal themselves to you or other people? So they will eventually reveal themselves to me. I I believe so, but I just don't want to be part of their. It's yeah. like when I worked. My background is in healthcare, and I used to employ people, and I I would not give bad references. Because yeah. I, my approach is Technically, just because... I don't believe you're even supposed to. That's true. I mean, it's a whole legal thing now. Yeah. But even back then, my approach to life is just because it didn't work out with me doesn't mean it's not going to work out with someone yeah. else. I might have different expectations or you things that You might have caught I them need. at a point exactly. in their life yes. that maybe shit was yes. going wrong for them. And, and also, and... like, people can change. Yeah. And just because, you know, you offended me or disrespected me when we were 20 doesn't mean that you're going to keep doing that. Now, you're likely to keep doing it, and that's fine. You get to choose to be that way. You just don't get access to me for infinity. <laughs> there we go. I don't know how we got onto this in the socials, but um, <laughs> anyway, we're on Twitter where we don't really do jack shit. We're on YouTube where you can watch this. And then, uh, guys, we need your calls for Ask the Boys. Um, guys, really stepped up really, really well for this week. Um but so far, the hotline has been a little quiet for next week. Um, I don't know exactly when Jeff and I are recording. Um, it's very possible that we might be recording um, <laughs> the day this episode comes out. So uh, Get those questions in. So make sure you get your calls in. Um, but uh, yeah, get the calls in. Area code 863-874-0000. Well, I am down to the final, the official final third, finalthirdcigar.com of my cigar. See, Broccoli, I'm trying to get it in. You gave me shit when I was out at your store the other day, and I'm trying to get it in now, okay? So back off. Good job. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. Love me some Robin Lisa. Right? 
You need to get back. You need I to get do. out to their place. I I Not do. back out. You need to I get need out to, get to their place. Hundred uh, percent. I was out the pro- there. The challenge is they will have to kick me out once I get into that well, no, garden. That, I will never. That leave. is a problem because I have been at their place very very late because Robin Lisa are night owls much similar to me. So, oh really? Yeah. I mean, when I went out there this past weekend, we got there. I think my dad and I got there about seven. On the door, they close at nine. I think we left at 10 and people were still there. Wow. So, and like they don't. And that's even early for you. And it's not, well, I had my dad with me and everything. So, you know, we, and, and in all fairness, we had a very long day down at the racetrack. So both of us were pretty, pretty wiped, but, um, no, uh, but it's not like they lock the door and turn off the lights at nine and just people that are there can stay there. It's like, no, I mean. If you roll on up and the lights are on, more than likely come the door is open. Just come on in. I mean, now they might tell you, hey, we're we're closing up in 10, so you may not be able to, like, sit and light one up, you know, right away. You might have to, you know, just buy them to go. But, you know, that's not a bad thing. No. People should be buying cigars to go. Some people do. Like, I know a Riverman, there's a lot of walk-in traffic, you know. But, you know, guys, if you're sitting in the lounge all day long, this is another thing. Real quick. Then, then I promise we'll wrap this up. <laughs> we'll wrap it up at some point. At some point. Um, well, I keep getting these thoughts. And so, like, this is something that's really important to me, which is when you're at a cigar lounge and you buy, let's say you go in and you buy, like, one cigar. You're spending, let's say, 10 bucks on that one cigar. And you sit there. You're now sitting in that space for an hour and a half. Now, let's say... You buy like a 70 ring gauge cigar, one of these big giant fat cigars. Well, you're sitting in that lounge now for possibly up to three hours and you've spent, let's say $10. So now your butt in that seat is worth what? $3.50, not even three fifty mm-hmm. per hour. But meanwhile, the shopkeep has to pay for the electricity they have to pay the clerk to sit there. And let me tell you, with minimum wage being what it is in all these different states now, you're probably looking at a minimum of like $11 an hour, yeah. you know, for that person to be sitting there watching you smoke that cigar. Um, you're paying for, um, you know, maybe if somebody gets up and uses the toilet, well, now you got a little bit more on the water bill, you know. So it's it's one of those things that when you break it down um, – Oh my god, that fly literally flew in between my glasses and my face. Did you, you okay? see that? I did. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, that thing's been buzzing around for a while. I wish I had my salt gun. Um, I get what you're saying though. I don't care how good of a conversationalist someone is. Like it's the shop's going to lose money if you can't keep your Precisely, cigar buying. In which line. is why I encourage everybody who sits at a lounge. If you're going to sit at a lounge, don't buy one cigar. Buy like three or four. Yeah. Smoke one, smoke two, and take the others with you. And the, what you're doing with that is you're helping to supplement that time that yep. you're sp- spending sitting at that lounge. Think of it as like rent. It's an, Exactly. That's know, exactly like right. That. You are ensuring for the most part that they are going to be there the next time you need to mm-hmm. buy cigars. Exactly. Yep. Agreed. And we were literally just talking about how you can't find a restaurant to sit and smoke and have dinner yeah. at. I mean, if these brick and mortars can't survive. Last refuge of the damned, yeah. you know. I mean, ourselves in the foot. Exactly. So make sure you support the brick and mortars and buy some to-go cigars. Exactly. So, 
Anyway, on that note, final thoughts on the Rocky Patel Age Limited and Rare. Uh, I'd smoke it again tomorrow. All right. This was a good cigar. I'm digging it. Uh, The spice level is definitely ramping up in the final third. Um, I'll go ahead and do a last retro oil. Don't you like how my reviews are just echoing everything you say? Spice is a 10. Yep, yep. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) You okay there, boss? Ah. Oh, God, don't go dying on me. Or maybe do. Or maybe do. (laughs) Stop it. Then you get to hear the grievances. (laughs) Uh, No. um, Yeah, definitely high on the pepper quotient on the retro hail there. That's where the spice is, that Nicaraguan spice. Um, No, I, you know, those of you who have listened long enough, you'll hear I generally... I, I I truly respect all of the work that Rocky Patel has done in terms of supporting the industry with the government and the lobbying efforts and everything like that. Um, but I have often found that the cigars in their portfolio are okay. This one, this one is the one that I will point to now. All if right. somebody says, I want a really good Rocky Patel, I'll be like, that one. Yep. That one right there. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, well, always a pleasure, Pinky. Same. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. Well, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. And I'm Pinky. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. It's weird staring it out by yourself. Very weird staring it out by yourself. Especially I can't see what I'm doing. Exactly. You're over there rocking out. <laughs> Closing music here. Do I have these on the board? I don't think I have them on the board. What, all my quotes? Yeah. <laughs> keep threatening I to play. I don't, damn it. I don't. <laughs> of all the times for me, uh, I can't because I'm on airplane mode. Yeah, of all the times for me to not have them on the soundboard i have all of the uh out of context quotes from you that i could have just plugged in here and i just don't that one time that i was like well something about writing it you have to be 18 to write it <laughs> yeah you gotta be 18 to ride <laughs> i'll know? try anything once yeah that was another one what? i'll try anything once and uh <laughs> i'll teach you a few things i think that might have been the other one i don't remember boom. It was something like, yeah boom. <laughs> boom that's another one boom <laughs> anyway well guys thank you so much